there's a bit of a catch-22 in financial benchmarking in healthcare, and that's this. If you drop information into a sort of giant national database, um, or even if it's not giant, but a national database, and this is what we see oftentimes when we see what I'll call, and I'm doing air quotes, benchmarking, uh, where somebody might say, for example, okay, we want to compare ourselves to other providers and they get some information back, but the problem is it's not very specific, right? Um, the alternative is you could do sort of a cooperation type agreement where some group of providers band together in order to benchmark and share data and with, with the goal of their own financial betterment, uh, especially given the fact that effectively healthcare providers are uh, fighting against insurance companies for reimbursement, right? So why don't we see more of this type of cooperation, especially with something like benchmarking or sharing financial data um, that might allow everybody to make more money and perform more successfully, right? So there is this catch-22, but let, let's focus on the cooperation for a second. So um, if one was to do cooperation, one of the big problems, of course, is it's hard to get a group of physicians or healthcare providers uh, to agree on anything. And you would have to make sure effectively that no one is directly competitive with anyone else. But this kind of defeats the purpose. And this comes back to that kind of catch-22. Um, if nobody is competitive with each other, the data isn't going to be really useful because the data needs to be similar in order to be really useful. And let's take a really simple example of you just want to do AR aging benchmarking. And there's a lot better metrics than this, but let's just, it's, it's everybody understands AR aging. Um, you know, so AR days, you know, 35 days, 96 days, something like that. Some metric that's, you know, easily quantified. So in order to have worthwhile comparison that is apples to apples, you really need those other providers to be the same specialty. Otherwise, it really doesn't tell you anything because how fast you get paid for a knee surgery isn't really related to how fast you get paid for an E&M or a PT or something else, right? Um, so now they have to be the same specialty. Okay, um, but you're probably not going to want to share data with a group of the same specialty that's down the street where you're both sort of competing with business. That's not going to happen. But you kind of need to because you need the payer data to be very similar. If one provider is dealing with, I'm gonna make something up, um, AmeriCorp or something like that, and they're only in one part of the country and you're dealing with payers that are in a different part of the country or even a different mm -hmm. state, um, you know, or even just something much more proximate, um, we do see a lot of regional and local differences in payers. If you don't have a lot of overlap in payers, then you're essentially comparing apples to oranges again because you really can't compare BC Best Alabama to AmeriCorp or something like that, or AmeriGroup. Right. Um, so those need to be similar as well, again, which means you're now back to you kind of need same specialty, same geography. And in order for the data to be useful, you need more than just like two providers comparing to each other, um, or at least that would be generally what you'd want to have. Um, and the reason why is because if you're trying to compare, OK, how am I doing relative to somebody else, which is sort of the purpose of benchmarking, if you look over and say, hey, I'm ahead of that person over there. Okay, great, I'm doing pretty well, but there's only two of you in the data set. Okay, that's not great because you might not realize that person is 97th you know, in the race and there's only 110 people in the race. So being number one out of two isn't particularly great, 
which means you need to have a good amount of data sets. And you know, five is kind of a base minimum, but ideally you'd have more than that. So now you're in a scenario like, okay, we want five cardiology groups or five orthopedic groups that are all in the same area to share data. I mean, you can't get five groups to agree on anything, much less to agree on sharing data that would be very competitive information, right? So how do you get around this? I mean, this is really a catch-22. You, you want to share that data, but how do you do that? And who could actually do that? Or, you know, what I think a lot of organizations have done now is they've gone back to some national organization like HFMA or somebody like that and try to share data. The problem is it's so general that it's really not very helpful. It's kind of useless. Um, and I'm not trying to pan anybody's data, but, you know, for the most part, the benchmarking data we've seen coming back to providers has not been really helpful. I mean, at best, it's uh, you know misleading. And at worst, it's really, really, really not helpful at all, or actually, you know, quite wrong. Um, so, that's the real challenge that I think partners got. And but there is a way to do around, which is if you can figure out how to have it be anonymized, such that the providers don't realize who else's data is in the data set, um, and that there are a lot of providers that are in the same geography, which requires a lot of you know density um, and a lot of economies of scale, um, and all of that data is segmented out such that you know, it can be made sure that there are enough providers that are of a similar type and a similar region, stuff like that to compare, then, you know, that actually can be accomplished. Um, and, and that is what we're trying to accomplish, uh, side note. So um, that's the only way I can think of to get around the Catch-22, but let us know if you have any other suggestions.